0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Double N Ben Variety Show. We're on episode two, baby. How you doing? It is fantastic to be here. Um, look, I have to make an apology to you guys for um, not making it uh, to last week's uh, scheduled show. We were meant to have episode two come out last Sunday. But uh, look, here's the thing. I don't really like bad content. I don't like shit content. I can deal with something where it's like, ah, it's not the greatest, but it'll be just fine. We were running behind schedule. We got to get it out, get it out anyway. I recorded a podcast on, uh, Saturday last week, which was about June 5th. And I recorded it from my bed. And at the time when I recorded it, I thought this is good. This isn't bad. This is fine. And then the next day, when I was uploading it, I was watching it back, and I went, "Oh, this is fucking horrible." Because I was in my bed. I was hungover. <laughs> I, yeah, hey, look, look, we're all sinners. You know, we had we had a fun night the night before. We all went to karaoke. Me. And my friends and my family, we all went to karaoke. I was like, yeah, I'll be able to do it tomorrow. That's fine. Like, you know, it was a, it was a fun time. But it just... The, the next morning, I was like... I was hungover and I was like, well, gotta get the content done, baby. It's like Jake Paul says, it's every day, bro. So I decided to do it from my bed. I was hungover and I thought it was good at the time. Now, when you're hungover you don't have your mind together your mind is scattered you're not thinking straight you know you're making decisions like George W Bush you're, you know you're easy to manipulate you're you're easily deceived not all you not all your whys are working that's why you go and do things like you you know going and bombing bombing Iraq because your friends tell you it's a good thing to do because all the oils there my mind was kind of like that I was like this is a good idea and then When I see the after effects of the episode that I recorded, very much like George Bush seeing the after effects of Iraq, I realized that was a terrible idea. It's not very good. Uh, I don't think the content is as sharp, and I'm all about making really good, fantastic, the best content possible. Standards are high. We have the gold standard on this show, and I just... That's not a regular thing that's going to happen. I just need to stress that. Sorry, I ate a fucking chicken wrap. I've been cooking these, like, these beautiful. My brother, who I live with, showed me this recipe for these chicken wraps. And I'll tell you this they say sex is great. They say heroin is amazing. They say meth is like heaven. I would argue that this is on the same level as meth. This stuff feels and tastes amazing. So that's why I'm burping a little bit because I had like two before I started recording. Um, yeah, show me this recipe. It's fucking incredible. It's great. It's like, it's amazing. I'm like, shit, where do you get this from? It's like an $8 big bundle of marinated chicken from Coles and you, you put it in the oven. You grill it for a bit, one hour, and you eat it. You go, fuck, that is spectacular. Put some cut Lebanese cucumbers and tomato. You put it on Lebanese bread. You put some hummus on it. You put some lettuce on it. Put some jalapenos, a little bit of mustard. Oh, fuck me. Fuck. That is, oh God. You can't, you know, HSA, uh, McCain, you've done it again. But this time it's, uh Spillane, you've done it again. Uh, but what was I saying? Yeah. So I am all about really good quality, fantastic quant- content. And I'm not really going to release something if I know it's bad. But at the same time, I'm not going to get I don't get stuck in that perfectionist mindset. So, I'm not going to release something if I know it's like, "Oh, I was stupid enough to be hungover and record a podcast episode in my bed." But then later when I'm a bit more, you know, level-headed, you look at it and you go, "Well, that's just terrible." So, yeah, I apologize for that. That is not a regular thing that's going to happen. Um, I, yeah, so don't, I, I apologize for that. That's never going to, ha- that's not going to happen reg- on a regular basis. In fact, ever again, it's just, I, I would rather like, I, y- you know, the secret to these things to doing these podcasts that no one, the only person who's really talked about is is Chris D'Elia, And I would argue that every other, you know, individual podcast who host their own show do the same thing, like Tim Dillon and all that and Bill Burr, um, It's the fact that when you're hosting your own show, like, I don't know if this is just me, but I got to do the podcast, like, I got to record the podcast one or or two times to make sure that it's, like, it's at a really decent, good level. Because if it's not at a decent, good level, then, like, you know, if I've got to do it again, then I'll do it again. Because I want it to be great. I want this to be the best podcast in the world. Now, that's going to be fucking hard, but... You know, and it's, it, it's not for everyone, but hey, you got to keep doing trials and errors and you can't be recording it hungover from your bed. So I looked at it, I looked back at it, I thought it was horrible and I went, no, I'm going to wait until next week and give them something better. So I apologize for making you guys wait. Um, so that is what happened. And you all deserve an explanation. You deserve the best, because nobody else is you, man. So, that's what happened. I'm giving you all the brief down. And recording your own show is fun, because, because, you get to talk a lot of shit, have a lot of fun. No one's really here to, you know, fact check me, so I might get a lot of shit wrong. I'm sure that's not going to, you know, spark any comment wars. Ah, Man. And your mouth gets really dry when you do it. It's not easy. So I have to be honest. I kind of love the fact that people are starting to realize that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris aren't really the saviors of democracy. They're not really the ones who are going to come in and make all the difference because people are starting to realize like, oh, these guys aren't really like the Martin Luther King types that they're making themselves out to be. They're actually not doing what they said they were going to do. And I'm more talking about Kamala Harris because Joe Biden, yeah, like Joe Biden, you can give him shit, but the dude's got dementia. The dude is riddled with Alzheimer's. The dude ain't there. He, he, he thought he was right. He, you can go onto YouTube for fuck's sake and find all these compilations of like him fucking up his speeches, him not knowing where he is, him having all these gaffes. Everyone's like, you don't understand. It's, it's a stutter. It's a stutter. This 80-year-old man who's uh, been working for 60 years, uh, who's at the retirement age uh, being the president of the United States, has a stutter. He has a stutter, yeah. Having a stutter, forgetting where you are and like, you know, and who your wife and sister is. That's a stutter. What? What? No. The man has dementia. So I don't bash him as hard because I'm kind of like, ah, he'll fade out after. D- he's not look, 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 let's cut the let's cut the bullshit. Let's stop. Let's stop the games. Let's stop the let's stop the let's stop fooling ourselves. He ain't gonna make it four years. And if he does, then he's not going to do another, t- he can't. He will not do a second term. He can't. He's too fucking old. He's beyond too old. He's he like he belongs in a fucking nursing home. Like he belongs in a nursing home where they'll give him a colonoscopy. Where, what colon? How do you? I cannot see. I fucked up the joke. I don't even know the word. A colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. They're going to give him a colonoscopy bag while he's in a, while he's in a nursing home. He should be shitting himself in a nursing home. And that should be it. He shouldn't be running the country. He's too fucking old. But Kamala Harris, who I don't love, um, really is starting to prove the reason as to why she had to drop out of the race back when the presidential uh, election run was on. Because you got to remember, this is someone who Tulsi Gabbard murdered on live TV. Because when I saw that happen, I was like, I don't know if CNN allowed live executions to go on air. That's weird. Because during those democratic debates for the presidency, Tulsi Gabbard absolutely fucking libby her ass. She bombed the shit out of Kamala Harris. She made Kamala Harris choke. It's like that it's like that point eight mile where it's like knees weak, arms are heavy, you got vomit on your sweater already, mom spaghetti, you know this. That's what Kamala Harris was like. She was she got called out for being a corrupt piece of shit, because that's what she is, because you know, when you work for the prison industrial complex system, you know, you're not really gonna be doing everything that's in the name of law and order and what is, you know, truth and justice. Um and, you know, she wants to give more money to Israel. She's just, I've never been a fan of her. I've never liked her. I've never found her to be genuine. I've never never—I've never found her to be someone who is like a normal, you know, at least decent politician. But she makes herself out to be like that. And I've never, ever bought it. This is someone who blocked... An innocent man who was getting like years for you know non- non-violent drug charges. There were evidence to prove that he was innocent, and she fucking blocked it. Because she likes money, and if it was another customer to the prison industrial complex, like it. This is not someone who cares and does their job right. They do. Whatever is going to get the money from fucking Goldman Sachs, they don't, she's not in it for the, the, you know, for the position that she says that she's in it for. You know, the position of, you know, being decent, being honest, you know, standing up for the right things. Like, it's fairy tales. It's a wazzy, it's a woozy, it's a fairy dust. It's it's just complete, I've never bought it from her. I, I used to watch her on Ellen DeGeneres while, you know, Fucking girls in the back were getting chased with a chainsaw because, you know, Ellen DeGeneres is running a fucking North Korean-style labor camp over at the Ellen DeGeneres show. Um, And whenever I saw her on Ellen, I just was like, I don't... It's just that fake smile. Like, (laughs) Like, I just... I've never found her to be a genuine, real person who is like, you know using these social issues as, like, a profile, like, she just uses these social issues, like, you know, racism, sexism, homophobia, all that kind of shit, like, she uses that as a profile boost, because she knows that it's what's, what's gonna get her accepted amongst the crowd, so it's gonna make the kids go, wow, they're at the goddamn Ed Sullivan show, y'all, wear your hands in the air, that's what she wants, and that only works for a little bit, and, that has proven to be complete bullshit. She is not someone who actually stands for those things. And this is something that is always said about her. And this defense of her shits me to no end. This drives me up the fucking wall. This is just how this is how you know how how with a maturity, of politics is gone in the past 10 years everyone a lot of people who support her say yes but ben she's the first black female vice president we have to consider diversity here well here's my counter argument to that i don't know if the kids of syria who were playing in the fields and seeing bombs drop on them are going to think well you know i might i'm about to get evaporated but hey least the first black female vice president sent them upon me. Like, it's not a valid criticism. I don't think the kids in Palestine who are about to get incinerated are going to be wearing Biden-Harris shirts. Because they know it doesn't matter who's in, they're going to lose their fucking home from a fucking bomb. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not... These people... Wear these masks. And they're not, they're not real people who really, you know, push for these big issues. They just do whatever Goldman Sachs and all that tells them to do. And the defense of her, you know, being in because, you know, it's gonna, you know, meet some fucking diversity quota like this is like we're in the film and TV industry. Like, are you joking? You're running a this is you're talking about policy here. You're not casting. The the next fucking blockbuster in Hollywood, where they need to include you know people of all backgrounds. We're, we're talking about policy. You're talking about war, the economy, trade, uh, fucking you know where where the funding of the government's money goes to. We're, it's it's this how how childish are we? Are we really gonna like this is. I'm not saying that that stuff doesn't matter. That's all fine and good. Congratulations, whatever good on her. She's like, that's all fine. I don't... The, the, her identity has nothing to do with what I just, just really don't like about it. The identity part is zilch. It's nothing, nothing. I don't give a... F- I don't care what she looks like. I don't care where she's from. I don't care what her you know, fucking gender is or what her pronouns are. I don't care. It doesn't... To to judge someone based on their their appearance, on their ethnicity, on their race, on their sex, just shows how superficial and dumb you are as a person. And it kind of scares me that you have the right to vote. That's a joke. No, it's not. I'm being serious. But still, the thing is, is that you can't base your vote because of someone's appearance, it's just—it's like people who say racist people are really dumb. Yeah, that's true. Do you know? Do you know what? Do you want to know what else is really dumb? Voting for someone because they're going to be the first this, first that. Where is all your love for Tulsi Gabbard? She was of different ethnicity. She was a woman of color. Where was your love for her? Oh, but no, we can't vote her in because Hillary Clinton called her a Russian asset. She's you know, going to be doing deals with Vladimir Putin. What? Huh? She's not going to Moscow and, you know, they're not doing fucking rubbing tugs in exchange for nukes. They're, 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 it's not happening. Hillary is just someone who lost to a goddamn game show host. And mind you, by the way, this is this is the same Hillary that sold Russia, like, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of plutonium to the Russians themselves. So, you know, this whole thing of like, they're invading our democracy. No, then the, listen, I know the CIA gives you talking points, but there comes a point where they all come across a little bit disingenuous and we all know you scripted because the CIA, the FBI said, listen, we need you to say these things. And she goes, okay. And that's how it works, baby. You get your scripts from the CIA. So look, My point is, is that to say that Kamala Harris should stay in because of the whole diversity thing is just, there are bigger and more deeper things in the world than fucking identity. I don't know, I, I, I don't know where, this is the thing about politics. Politics has become very emotional. There's a real lack of critical thinking. There's a real lack of rationality. There's a, it's just... Whatever, whatever whips you up into emotional frenzy to go, yes, queen, yes, queen, yes. That's what people are into nowadays. Sorry, I'm in the screaming into the mic, but still, it's just it is lunacy to think that this is this is someone who you should vote in, like someone who locked parents up because their kids were truant in school. She didn't want to prosecute Steve Mnuchin because there was too much paperwork. She's like, well, he's rich. He's got too much paperwork or as poor people. Well, you know, what do they got? So it's kind of like, this is not the person who you think is like, it's, it's the, it's the defender stabbing you in the back, as Noam Chomsky says. He's a smart dude. He's a smart man. I just finished reading his book. Um, actually, I didn't finish it. Sorry, I'm still reading it. Finished? Why did I say finished? Um, I'm reading his book at the moment, uh, Manufacturing Consent. And that is a fucked up book. That is crazy, that book. How the, the media is essentially owned by people, like massive corporations, like these huge people within these massive corporations which like go around and and overthrow like third world dictatorships. And they only, the media only focuses on whatever victims that they deem are necessary to focus on. Because they know those victims who are getting killed, which is horrible. They know those victims, where they're from, there's a profit to be made with the natural resources. Um or, like, or within the economy, and they just want to control that country. Like, it's insane what gets coverage and what doesn't. Like, you know, everyone was always focusing on, you know, how Syria, oh, my God, it's horrible, Bashir al-Assad, how could he do this? This is horrible, even though uh, the US-backed rebels, they're, you know, they're funded by the US and Israel. Damn, it's probably going to get me killed. Uh, but... The thing is, is that no one really talks about, for example, what happens in Yemen, which is a US-backed genocide, because those victims aren't worthy because they don't fit the interests of corporate America. Like it's it's nuts. It's crazy. It's it's absolutely insane what that book talks about. And I highly recommend you read it. I highly recommend it which you probably won't because won't, no one reads these days. Everyone's like, I listen to Audible books. I listen to it while I go to work, while I go to the gym, whatever, like stuff like that. It's like, dude, expand your mind. As Alex Jones said, break the condition. That's what I'm to do. You don't understand, Joe Rogan. I'm here to break the conditioning. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to do it. It's not good. In infowars.com. But, reading Expand your mind, dude. Well, Audible does too. They've just got a very nice narrated behind it. Read a book. Sound like your English teacher. God damn it. I shouldn't be telling you this. I don't teach a class. I just crack the jokes and bring the observations. <clears throat> but yeah, Kamala Harris, anyway, before I was goofing off, before. Kamala Harris is just... Uh, she, I just... This is the reason I'm bringing her up. Before I went on that massive rant about her, was that at the moment there's a border crisis uh, and there's immigration problems within America right now, and this is someone who refuses to go to the border, even though her administration her administration completely you know created the mess at the border. Um, they. So she, her administration's responsible for it. And this is someone who won't go to the border. And every time they, they're asking her about it, being like, hey, are you going to go to the border? Are you going to, like, do something about this? Because, like, it's not looking good. Like, it's actually going to hurt the economy. Like, I think you should... And the, the economy's not strong at the moment. Do you think you're going to get in... Go get in there and do something about it? Like, we need to really sort this out. There's a problem. Like, families are being affected. Kids are being taken away from their parents. People, Kids are in cages. Like, I, I re- Kamala, like, you really need to do something about this. That's what every reporter says, and then Kamala Harris' response was like, (laughs) (laughs) well, I haven't been to Europe, have I? Bitch! Get down to the border and clean up the goddamn mess you made, okay? Every time I made a mess, my mom's like, Ben, clean that mess up or I'm going to whoop your ass. And I did. Same goes for you, Kamala. Nothing's changed. I know you're a grown-ass woman, but you... Need to get down there with Sleepy Joe Joe Sleepy Joe. I don't know what I can't Sleepy Joe, dude. Once that name's in my head, I can't escape that. But you made the mess. Get down there and clean it up. I don't understand. Like they, like they, they, she's always averting these immigration problems because surprise, surprise, she's had no experience with immigration. She's had none. And then she tells all these other migrants from, oh my God, how do I not? How do I not remember? I'm running a podcast show and I don't even know the name of the country. Hold up. Give me a sec. I'm going to look it up. We'll look it up together. Give me a sec. I'm a highly organized person here. Okay. I know I forgot the name and I'm going to get the laptop out now. And I know in the last video uh, that I made about betting ads, I had to uh, whip the laptop out uh, because I'm a moron and I can't remember things. I don't know if I have dementia. And about 15 minutes ago, I was yelling about how Joe Biden possibly does have dementia, which not even possibly, he fucking does. And meanwhile, I can't even remember the name of the country where she told... these people to go back where they came from. Okay. So, uh, Kamala took a trip to Guatemala because and Mexico because there's a huge problem with the immigration policy there at the moment. Uh, and she said to the migrants, don't come to the country. Now, look, I'm not going to sit here and advocate for open borders because like at the end of the day, realistically you actually need border protection you then is there is law there is regulation behind that you know i know everyone's gonna listen to that being like oh, you're so right wing it's like no it's it's not got nothing to do with fucking labels it actually has to do with you need a border protection policy you need an immigration policy like you need to regulate these things so they don't turn into a cluster so they don't turn into a problem so people don't get you know hurt and killed within these immigration facilities, which is what is happening right now. Um, And it's really weird that she'd say something like that, which, again, she can say whatever the fuck she wants because I don't really care. Like, I don't really buy what she says. But it's weird that she would say something like that and then throughout her entire electoral campaign, she's calling Trump a Nazi. She's saying... He's like xenophobic, um, and I'm not saying Trump's free of criticism from any of his, you know, from his border policy or his immigration policy, but everyone's saying that he's he's done all these terrible things to immigrants, but it's like, you need to stop thinking that like, both, like there's, there's one person who's nice to immigrants, there's another person who isn't. Like there's two parties, and they're not like one's nice to the other, one's nice to the immigrants and one's not nice to the immigrants. Like that's not how it works. So it's like she spends all these years calling him a xenophobic Nazi and all that. But it's like you just went to the country itself and said, hey, you you know how you want to come to America? You know how you want to come to Disneyland? You know how you want to come to a McDonald's? You know how you want to come to a Jack in the Box? You know how you want to, you know, see the big apple? Don't do that. Fuck off back where you came. That's literally... that it, She might as well have said that. And everyone's like, oh, it was very brave of her to do that. It was just so good. It's like, listen, I know you're in a bubble. I know you're in a cult and you think in very cultish-like ways. You're in your bubble... But you need to understand that you need to have beliefs. You can't just put one label on one person, and then when the other person says the exact same thing as that person who you just called a xenophobic Nazi, you need to say the, you need to say the same about Kamala Harris. If those are the labels you're going to use, do I think she's a xenophobic Nazi? No, not really. I just think she's just a fucking person, a, another politician who just you know has a bad stance on immigration. Like, I don't think she's a Nazi. I don't know. Like, Nazi. What, this, she's not a Nazi. She's not a... She's a fucking black woman, for God's sake. Like, she's not a, she's not a Nazi. She's not, you know, wearing the, the goddamn swastika sticker around. It's just hilarious to me, that. It's amazing. Because you're going to use all these labels. You're going to say, oh... It's a left and right issue or like, oh, it's because Trump was a Nazi and he was meaner. It's like, dude, this shit's been going on since the dawn of man. You can't think one person just came in and went, I'm going to start doing this to immigrants. It was, it was always happening. But the point is that the media doesn't come out and do its job because apparently you can get your media university degree out of a fucking cereal box Nowadays, apparently it's that easy. Uh, So, if you're going to throw all these labels at one person, you're going to throw the labels at the other person. Otherwise, you don't have any core beliefs. You just do what the TV tells you to do. You can't... It's just, look, this is not someone who actually... Like, this is someone who wants to throw you in jail for God's sake, if she had the chance... So this whole thing of like, yeah, but she's fighting for truth and justice. The American way, it's not, it's a fairy tale. It ain't real. They're just doing what they've got to do so they can get a spot on Ellen DeGeneres and then be in the Oval Office. Like, it's not, it's not even like these people, someone like Kamala Harris, like Hillary Clinton, You know, all those kind of people. And everyone's like, you're just mentioning the women, man. Are you sexist? It's like, no, I don't care about the identity. It's the people themselves and their policies and their voting records that I care about. Sorry. Facts. Statistics. Those kind of things. Those things tend to get in the way of platitudes. Because Kamala Harris sells a lot of platitudes, but when it comes down to brass tacks, kind of shows why she had to leave the race. And you've got to remember, this is the same person who called Joe Biden a racist literally the year before she became the VP and said that she believes Biden's accusers. So, fake? Maybe. Or... We just call them a Democrat. That's why we call them down in Alabama, man. They they ain't they ain't real, dog. Is that, is that what Alabamans? Is that what is the people from Alabama say? Dog I doubt it. I doubt it. Man. You know what was really else was really uh, this really shits me this story. I don't know. Something happened, something happened, or it really just got under my skin. But, uh, the, everyone, the, the, something happened this week with Ellie Kemper, who I don't really know other than The Office. I never watched the Unbreakable, Unshatterable, or uh, Unshittable, Kimmy Schmidt, whatever show she was on. I never watched it. I never really got into it. Uh, but Ellie Kemper thought that she was going to get canceled. And this is how you know that, you know, this bloody cancel culture's gotten out of hand. But this is how you know how terrified everyone is within the mainstream. Because they they know how terrified... Well, this was my train of thought for a sec, because I was Googling. Sorry, I was like thinking, I was trying to look for the right article. My god, trying to string a sentence together during a podcast, man. God damn. Um so Ellie Kemper and everyone around her are really fucking scared of cancel culture. They're terrified. They're so they they are terrified. This is how you know how out of hand this shit has gotten. So she came out, uh, She apologized for her involvement with the veiled prophet ball. Uh, that's not it. Why did I click on nine, honey? So, okay. So she issued an apology after photos surfaced for showing the actress being crowned the queen of a ball with ties to white supremacy when she was a teen. Hi guys, I was nine, when I was 19 years old, I decided to participate in a Dubente I can't pronounce that word, in a Dubente ball in my hometown. The century old organization that hosted the Dubonte, I can't say that word, Dubonte Ball had an unquestionably racist, sexist and elitist past. I was not aware of the history, ignorance is no excuse. Uh, I was old enough. To have educated myself before getting involved. Oh, God. So, I'm not really going to read the whole thing out. Because she, you know, was writing a massive apology. And it's like, listen. You're not at the fucking UN making a speech to world leaders. All right? You're an actress in Hollywood. Calm the fuck down, okay? Jesus. So... She said. She said this. She thought she did the wrong thing, but it's like, let me ask you this: Do you think anyone's gonna really care? I don't really think that point even matters anymore because apparently everyone cares about. You know, they'll do whatever they can to seem the most virtuous nowadays. So they'll go look for the dumbest shit possible to cancel another person out. Like, dude, when I was nineteen. You know, which was the age that Ellie Kemper went to this ball that apparently had a racist and sexist past. Um, I did not care what the past of that place was. All that was on my mind was, where are the drugs? Where's the booze? I want to get lit. I don't care who owns this place. Let's get on it. Because you know why? You're a kid. You're still a kid. You don't have the best critical thinking skills. Like, you're enjoying the time of your life, and it's like, why... What are you... Do you need to, like, you know, do a a search on every place that you're going to? Like, do you need to do a search on a KFC before you go into the place, being like, well, you know, it's made apparent that uh, David Duke came in here once, so I just can't go. Can't get my zinger box here, because David Duke came in here at one point in history, and I just... I just couldn't live with myself. Like, is this what we're doing? Is this seriously gone that far? I thought it was just people who made jokes or, you know, made dumb tweets or something. I don't know. I thought it was going to go this far where it's like you stepped into a place at one point in your life, which, you know, may have had a racist, sexist past. We don't exactly know. But still, you're gone. Like, this is... How you know that this culture war that we currently find ourselves in has just gone so far the other way. Like this is just such a narcissistic, self-absorbed, virtue signaling parasite that is not going to go away anytime soon. And I'm not going to be one of these dickheads go, it's the biggest problem facing society today. Like, no, it's not. You ever heard of global warming? You ever heard of nuclear war? You ever heard of those things? You know, Fukushima, you know, the big power plant that crumbled and all the shit went into the sea? Yeah. That's, that's, That's less dangerous than, you know, dumb jokes that someone made 10 years ago and is losing their career over it? Yeah. Cancel is more dangerous than that because that it gets in the way of free speech. That's the excuse everyone uses on Sky News. They go, it's going to get in the way of free speech. It's like just, would you stop talking gibberish? Would you just stop, you know, getting your money from Rupert Murdoch and just do your goddamn jobs? Jesus. Just I oh, just can't take it anymore. Look, Ellie, if you're watching this, which you're probably not, but I who knows? Who knows what else you do on the internet. But you need to remember, no one really cares. No one cares. You're not a bad person. You're not like You were just a kid who wanted to get high and try cocaine and maybe have a male stripper come into your face and do a twerk for you, all right? You weren't concerned about what the, you know, historical context of this fine establishment might have been. You didn't care. It's fine. You were 19 for fuck's sake. Who cares? Why does everyone... This whole holier-than-thou, I'm such a good person, and by doing that, I'm going to ruin the lives of other people. It's so funny because whilst that happening, whilst that's happening, can't even get my words out properly. Whilst this happening, I can't believe I said that. I don't the education system, man. What a joke. Whilst all that, you know, culture war shit's happening, there's a lot of shit across the world that you don't know about that's probably gonna get us into a shit load of trouble. Like, it ain't looking good. But you're too worried about, hmm, did you make a racist joke? Well, I'm going to have to destroy your life now. The maturity of Western society is truly amazing. These kids don't know what the real world is. They've never been through any hard shit. They've never been through anything really Tough. And on their mind, they're like, you don't understand. I have anxiety. I have depression. Those are the only mental health issues that matter. Not bipolar, not schizophrenia, not any of those other issues. Because, you know, they're not sexy and cool like anxiety or depression. It's just anxiety and depression. Because I know you get that stuff from, oh, my friends were out without me. What am I going to do? Stay at home and play Minecraft? I know you think that you might have troubles because, you know, social media told you that, you know, you have anxiety, but you haven't actually been... You haven't had... None of these kids have never had to do it tough. They've never had to deal with the loss of a parent or someone close to them. Uh, They've never had to, like, deal with any personal demons that they've had to overcome. They've never had to really look at themselves and think, wow, I really need to change something about myself because what I'm doing, what my actions are doing are harming other people in the worst way possible. They've never had to like, you know, they've never been through any real real toughness in life, like real adversity. And they aim for the most skin deep issues because they're bored as fuck. They're not doing anything else for themselves. Like... They, You know, the college dropouts, you thought they're really sticking it to the system, man, because my teacher taught me about gender politics. And they go on the internet, they look for the dumbest shit possible, and they go, well, this is a chance to make this person face the consequences for their actions. It's like, bitch, I bet you couldn't even tie your own shoelaces when you were 15. All right. And you know what? I know people like that who are into cancel culture. And i got to say, eh, not my cup of tea. I don't like those people because they don't know anything about the real world. They've never had to deal with any real adversity. They just delude themselves into thinking that they have. And they think they're going to solve everyone else's adversity by being a complete salty little bitch to other people who have made something of themselves who cares if ellie kemper went to a fucking fucking establishment where kkk members were doing gay orgies with you know women serving them finger food who cares they might have hired the place out they might have saw it on seen it on craigslist and been like this the good place to be burning the cross, man doesn't matter It doesn't matter. Like this is if she was really gonna get cancelled for this, I just like. Oh God, I can't even make a joke out of this because it's such a joke itself. It's just it doesn't make sense to me. I'm just confused. You know. I'm so lucky that this is a podcast where I get to vape because you get to chill out, you get to kick back, talk some shit about Kampala Shamanama Harris and Ellie Kemper who thought that, you know, her guilt was as bad as George W. Bush's so she had to come out and apologize. I just don't understand, like... What, like, I, I don't mean to take this pl- this podcast to a dark place, but we're in a lot of shit. Like, we're probably, we're going down a dark path. Like, we're in a lot of shit. Like, we're in a, the Western world is in a lot of trouble. And I'm not talking about the culture war. I'm talking about economics, war, global warming, banks, all that kind of stuff. Like, we're in a whole heap of shit that no one really seems to care about because it's not fun and sexy and it's not as, you know, it's not going to make them seem as virtuous unless they're, you know, canceling other people out. It's not really, like, the, these people aren't focusing on the right things. They're not channeling their outrage into stuff that is actually affecting everyone. It's insane to me that people think they're making a difference through this. You're not. You're, you're not. Just let me tell you. You just. You're, let me tell you. You're not. You're really not. You're just being an asshole. And we're in a whole heap of shit. We are. We're probably going to... I don't even know when. But we're all probably going to die maybe probably i would think so but we're in a lot of we're in a lot of sh- we're in a lot of shit and you're more focused on identities culture uh social media you're more focused on that why why because buzzfeed told you it was the cool thing to do now what are you getting there what are you getting your advice from those people for They're morons, clowns, absolute dickheads. I don't know what they're talking about, but I do because I run a podcast and I'm a very smart man. I just don't really understand why we're going down this really silly road. I don't get it. People do dumb shit. I have done. Dude, you, oh my God. You talk to my family. You talk to my friends. They will, they've got countless stories of really dumb mistakes that I've made. But I'm, I'm glad I made those mistakes because it made me grow as a person. It made me expand and go into the wild. Really did. Really did. It really did. And it grows you as a person. And then when you go through that kind of shit, you start looking at other people being like, yeah, people make mistakes. Eh, Nobody's perfect. I gotta work it. As, as my uh, fucking Hannah Montana once said, I only said Kamala Harris. She might as well start singing that. Because you know, she's going to need all the support she can get come next election cycle. What do you reckon is going to happen with that anyway? Do you think Trump's gonna come back? I don't know. He, he well, he's gonna run. I reckon he'll he'll run. He'll run. But I, I just, I don't know how he's gonna win. I don't. He doesn't have social media. The capital shit really buried him. I don't know. I have no idea. It's gonna be really. Everyone's like, it's over. He's not coming back. Yay! It's like, oh, <laughs> do you ever see Jaws two? The shark comes back. He never went away. The shark will come back. Donnie will come back. Uh, and I don't know how that's going to play out. And that's going to be really interesting. Because I don't think it's over. I don't know. I Like, I have never well and truly been well decided on. Oh, yeah, they, 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 they won. You just got to accept the results. It's kind of like, yeah, they won. But how did they win? Like, there was kind of... I think at the same time, like, all these things deserve a dose of healthy healthy skepticism. I'm not saying that, you know, they stole the election. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, I think you need to go into these things with healthy skepticism. Being like, okay, who was counting the ballots? Who, what, who, how did it take them three days to do that? Did the mail voting work? Like, you got to really... Like, was it accurate? Were, were you know were all the voters alive and well or were they using their peep their their relatives were voters using their relatives uh voting ID to put to cast their votes who have already died who knows man who knows it's gonna be really fascinating ah uh. I, I just I just think it's gonna be I don't think I don't think chaos is behind us yet. I think that's that's that it's I think it's on a break at the moment in regards to you know an electoral division. I think it's on a break. But once he enters that ring again, dude. It's gonna go off, man. Um so with that said, I will be signing off. This has been a wonderful little podcast. Uh, I was not i was meant to have an entirely different segment, but I just went, I got a few things to talk about that are a bit different. So we just went with the flow, man. So uh, again, thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you head over to Double N Ben. That's the main channel. There's a new video every Wednesday. Make sure you subscribe here. Make sure you like. There is a new uh, podcast episode that comes out every Sunday. Podcast episodes will be soon available on Spotify. We're just sorting that out at the moment. That was a lot more harder than I thought it was going to be. Uh, there's a few negotiations and a few things you got to sort out. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're figuring that out at the moment. But for now, it's on YouTube. We'll let you know when it comes out on Spotify. So, yeah. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for sticking around. Uh, thank you very much for listening. I will catch you guys next Sunday. Make sure you'll stay safe out there. Be nice to each other. And just remember, we will all die one day. But that's the beauty of life, baby. Uh, Much love to you all.